Okay, guys, good morning. Uh, very, very warm welcome to today's uh, pre-market trade plan. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, any of the, um, the fundamental developments uh, yesterday evening, um, but we, we finally um, got a little bit of resolution in some ways in terms of what the Fed are looking to do. Um, there's still a few question marks, of course, but um, let's get straight into it then. We'll sort of review pretty much where we're at with that and, and what, our, what our bias is now as a result of that particular news event. So please see our risk warning currently up on screen. Good morning, everyone. Very interesting night's trading, yes. So let's get straight into it. And all profitable traders need to consider which markets to trade. Where do we want to enter those markets? Where and, um, and when do we want to exit? Uh, how do we manage risk to a successful outcome? How do we manage each trade? And trading psychology as well. These are all considerations that we discuss every day um, in our sort of practical application side uh, in our live trade room. And we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach disciplined with our capital accurate with the levels we use and we are as we've seen over the last few days um we we sort of dipped our toe in a few times on tuesday um markets were quite uh quite choppy and and they all you know kind of reversed quite aggressively and then we sort of wanted to just step back yesterday and just see right well which way are we likely to be heading and now we've got a bit more um more information to work with let's say so let's have a look at this uh, this news event last night. I suppose there was a couple of interesting aspects to uh, yesterday's um, uh, news flow. And um, I'll start with, um, with the ADP numbers. So this is the prelude to uh, Friday's non-farm payroll. And we were expecting 176,000 jobs to be added, and we saw 106. So uh, if you just look at the, the, the drop-off, really, Uh, the drop-off over the last couple of months is is quite significant. Um, so we came in way above expectations in January, and we come in quite considerably below expectations uh, in February. So is that a sign of kind of loosening market conditions? You would think oh, potentially the Fed are going to see a little bit of loosening in the jobs market. And then we see the jolts job opening numbers, which is kind of the opposite. Um, so now there's significantly more jobs available than what was anticipated, maybe 80,000 jobs more. Uh, sorry, no, 800,000 jobs more that was anticipated. So it kind of giving conflicting information, really. Um, manufacturing PMI numbers coming in, you know, much lower than, than, than the expected. So um, manufacturing is having a, a relatively tough time. It's, it's still contracting. And it was all eyes on um, not just the actual rate hike. We were anticipating a 25 basis rate hike. It was really going to be about the statement and what the Fed were likely to, to say. And um, and perhaps what, what, they, what they don't say as well seems to have a pretty important um, feature in these markets. And and I suppose we were interested to see whether a hawkish um, Fed event would actually create a kind of a dovish market sentiment. And, and that's pretty much what we saw, um, because it's really, 
The action of the Fed was to slow their rates of increase from 75 basis points two meetings ago to, to 25. So there's a significant slowing. And this is what the markets were, were kind of uh, wanting to see happen. It was kind of supportive of their sort of dovish view. So the action from the Fed was um, was in agreement really with the market anticipating the Fed to slow down. And they they slowed down to uh, I suppose a level that um, was accepted by everybody. Um, but what they didn't do is take an opportunity to kind of really uh, address the inflation story, which is something that they they say is is quite important. So um, what they were saying and the actions they took were kind of two different things. And the, the markets really looked carefully at the fact that rates only increased by 25 basis points we have um in terms of uh fed swap rates we have a top sort of estimated rate of about uh 4.95 which is quite interesting so we're not too far away from that um you know 20 basis point rate hike and then they think that the fed is likely to to be able to to to, to pivot in these markets um if it needs to and um I think the markets now anticipate the Fed to pivot a lot earlier than perhaps what the Fed themselves are, are saying. Um, but the the Fed had had an opportunity to to address the the elephant in the room, which was the inflation story, and they kind of failed to do it. So I'll bring up um, a little chart in just a second, just to touch upon um, the bond markets. What are they doing? Very much in line with. Um, with this sort of dynamic in these markets so let me let me share the, the here with you so we said if there was a dovish fed we'd probably see um this risk on market condition kick in we'd probably see the dollar weaken we'd probably see the uh 10-year treasury note uh roll over quite aggressively to the downside and and that is pretty much what we saw so what it does is it basically supports a, um, a further upside uh, move in these markets. So I'm just going to just bring this up on screen just briefly. So, um, so yesterday we were talking about this dynamic between are the markets going to react in a, in a, in a dovish sense or, or in a bet in, in a, in a hawkish sense. Um, and I think you would probably agree the markets reacted very much in um, a net Davis position, basically focusing on this uh, rate pivot. So slowing the pace first, it's like a, a slow moving oil tanker. Basically, you've got a slow right down so you can sort of begin to turn it, turn it back. And that's the kind of analogy that kind of fits well. So what, what does that mean? Um, risk on market conditions, uh, indices higher. We'd expect dollar to, to, to roll over to the downside. We'd expect those U.S. bond yields lower, which we saw. And uh, the, the oil markets reacted to um, to the crude oil inventories number uh, yesterday, which saw um, actually considerable stockpiling, uh, reducing the demand for oil. So it's, um, it's more about the commodity story uh, and gold pushed really significantly higher, uh, as you can see. So really, the, the, the Hawks now um, are, are 
kind of left reeling now at this stage. Um, so it's really a continuation of this kind of analysis that we were talking about yesterday. And we want to see if we can now look to trade pretty much in line with that analysis. So I hope that makes sense. Um, okay, so, um, so let's bring up... Okay, so um, so with, with that in mind then, we want to have a look at these charts and see do we have, is the opportunity pretty much in line with our expectations? And you can see the sizable move that we saw in the end yesterday across the board. And um, it was interesting to see that, that explosive move that we've been talking about in gold uh, for the last few weeks actually get up to that 160 level. It says you've got to put up with really strong corrective moves in the interim. Uh, okay, so let's start with U.S. equities then. Um, we've we've stated for quite some time this month now that um, these markets have have still sort of been in this kind of range really in this market over the course of um, November, December, January. We needed some clarity on, on direction and flows. And yesterday, we potentially got that, that clarity in this market. So further upside, we'd expect this market to, you know, to, to, to move into this space. A little bit more clear across markets like the, uh, the NASDAQ. So we can have, I suppose, a positive view now on these, on these trades. The Dow Jones... As you can see, it's still kind of maintained uh, its side, sideways moving pattern. Um, so no real major progress uh, across the uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, um, which again, is just quite an interesting development. And then this, the tech stocks. This is where we saw the biggest move. And let's let's put this into context. This is a, this is a market that has been um, incredibly bearish we've got a we had a triple top sorry we had a double top at the at the, the higher end of the market we've got a triple bottom in here and now this is your major major structural failure trade it's just in here uh, to the upside above that level so we've kind of broken out of this let me be a bit more more accurate perhaps We've now broken out of this downward range and now we said if this market does actually make that step to kind of break out of this little move here then we can probably start looking for some further upside now the one caveat to sort of bear in mind is that the fed still said they're going to be looking to increase rates except the, the reality is the market don't really believe the fed now um so they've missed a golden opportunity to uh uh, to prove to the markets that they are serious about the uh, the, the the inflation story to an extent where they they're going to act um, in, in the right way. So we can definitely have we've got a lot of sideways moving patterns over the Asian session. We were interested to see how would Asia react, and it's not really done a huge amount. So equities, we can have a risk on approach. Um, 
some positivity for the for the knee um, for the footsie uh, the Dax yesterday as well. So we are now seeing prices begin to break out of this range. A bit of softening so far today, so we'll have a look carefully at that. And Nikkei has just spent a week just really not doing an awful lot. And then Bitcoin. So we did see a uh, an uptick, which has seemed to have kind of reversed a little bit today. So some of the uh, some of the bullish momentum has does look like it's kind of come out. We're going to still i suppose trade these markets with a high degree of, of um, positivity so if they do roll over we're looking for that kind of reversal back to the upside and see if we can capitalize on that so i did mention yesterday that there's some other aspects to these markets which are worth um just keeping an eye out for and there's crude oil inventories <coughs> we're expecting kind of um uh, lower inventory number minus 1 million barrels and we saw a positive 4.1 so there's there's 5.1 million barrel swing uh, to the upside so the inventories number uh, reacted quite aggressively off the back of that um, and today now the focus is really looking at the BOE uh, the ECB as well um, are, are the two major features and we're going to finish off the week with non-farm payroll so no doubt um it's going to be an eventful uh few days that's for sure so we're going to see where the best opportunities lie for us and see if we can get some trade off because we've been quite sort of patient really waiting for this markets to kind of uh, give us some indication in terms of direction and uh, uh us oil um it looks like we're gonna continue over to the downside um, we're just trading around this this little little support level in here. We did say if this market was able to sort of get below that 76 level, it would give us you know a decent move down to 72. So we're getting close to that. Um, gold, we did get that move up to the 1960 level. Um, there's there's the dynamic really for further upside. in gold um let's have a look at the dollar very important dollar we're going to be hearing from the ecb today we're going to be hearing from gold uh sorry from the boe as well so we were interested to see would this market actually break down a lot of the economic data and the strikes and there's a lot of sort of negativity uh, for the uk but the, the pound is holding up really quite quite well so some weakness across the board yesterday uh, against the uh, the dollar yen, the dollar Swiss, the euro dollar, the dollar CAD. So we're going to be looking for some continuation in these markets. Um, you see, nothing has really happened over the Asian session, so we perhaps should should take that with a little pinch of salt, perhaps. Now we're going to be seeing what what European traders and US traders are are, are going to do. Um, a lot of these markets are quite close to these, uh, you know, quite important structural moves. Nothing out of the euro yen, pound yen kind of sold off a little bit, a little bit yesterday. More so just to do with pound weakness. 
So we're going to look. Right, we're going to sort of, as long as the market fundamentals remain the same, we can certainly look at um, looking to go with this little direction. So our trade plan is going to be, yesterday it was a trade plan of kind of caution and I suppose a lack of clarity really in, in what we were looking to do. So today's trade plan is, um, is risk on market conditions. due to uh, Fed it would just call it a, a dovish Fed so risk on market conditions due to the sort of net dovish Fed um, so as a result we can certainly um, can look for US indices higher we're starting lower you can certainly look for um gold higher okay i think that's pretty much it there's quite a lot for us to work in there and we're just going to just monitor these markets now in our trade in our live trade plan uh trade room sorry and um we'll, we'll see which which one of these markets are likely to give us the best opportunity so now it's about sort of trading application and now we've got a, a significant green light in terms of how the markets uh have responded to last night's uh Fed rate decisions, which we're always we're always likely to get a reaction. Um, we would have preferred the the Fed to be a little bit stronger with their approach. We think they've missed an opportunity, and this is a meeting that's worth uh, making note of because I'm pretty sure we'll be referencing this meeting as the year unfolds. If oil prices start pushing up to um, to you know $100, $110, then bear that in mind. Um, you know, and this is an opportunity which they've pretty much missed. So look, uh, today's trade plan, the market summary is um, we are firmly risk on market conditions due to this dovish Fed. So we'll be looking for the US indices to push higher, uh, the US dollar to roll over to the data or continue uh, lower um, and looking for a, a further upside potentially in, in gold. So we'll be look, we'll look a little bit more specifically for that opportunity. Um, if you bear with me so look we'll we'll wrap it up there we'll move across to our live trade room now so any questions feel free to post them uh, into the chat box and we shall uh, we shall uh, answer those before we close off thanks very much for joining us we trade the markets live at 8 a.m every single morning and again at 12 45 for the u.s trading session so hopefully we get some decent opportunities off today uh, we hope certainly hope that would be the case for more information just go to livetraderoom.com uh, and we can speak with you uh, through the chat function as well if you need or you have any questions. Great stuff, guys. On that note, thanks for joining us. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.